a Radio 191 FM podcast. Kia everybody. Welcome back to the Cosmic Tuesday Drive. So that song you just heard was Small Person by the duo Good Habits, who are in the studio with us right now. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hello. So we are joined by uh, Bonnie Schwartz and Pete Shaw, and they are from Manchester, UK. Um, they're here doing their first New Zealand tour, which is super duper cool. They'll be at uh, Dog With Two Tails next week. And their music is, they sit between folk and pop. Um, and Bonnie is the band's cellist and singer, and Pete is the band's accordionist. So, guys, how did good habits come to life? How did you uh, how did you birth this dynamic duo? It, it's an it's an interesting one. I'd say we kind of it feels very new and very old at the same time. Yeah. Um. So we met at uni, mm-hmm. and then I'm I did music and drama. Pete did music. I'm just talking for you, Pete. So about this. Mm. Um, <laughs> and it was one of those things that just happened. In and amongst the gaps of everything else going on at uni, yeah, nice. There was a lot of, a lot of classical music. There was a lot of drama, theatre stuff. Pete does a lot of everything, but <laughs> um, just the singing and the songwriting and the making making gigs happen mm-hmm. was something that we did together. And there was originally three of us, um, and then there were four of us. Mm-hmm. And this was before Pete played. Pete had the accordion in Good Habits, yeah. So it was kind of this kind of consistently morphing outlet for I'd say mainly me to boss people around and <laughs> and say let's do a gig let's organize some songs and then when we graduated and finished university um I went off on this other tour playing the cello and whilst I was touring in Europe I thought I want to do this with <laughs> my one <laughs> <laughs> I want my friends here with me it needs yeah. to happen yeah Love exactly it. and so that was that was the mission and so I came back to um came back to England and said to Pete Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. I love it. So how long were you have you been touring around in uh in England? Um so we did a look we did some um we did some gigs in England. Mm-hmm. We um we supported a tour of a band that I met in um in Germany, which was really cool. Sounds cool. Um so that was like this kind of we call it the going for broke phase. Yeah. That was the phase where we were like, um, so the so the other two are busy doing all kinds of different things. Lydia, who plays the viola in Small Person, um, she's working on all kinds of TV projects and is amazing. And Benji, wow. who played the bass, he's doing a master's in composition. Oh um, whoa! Yeah, he's a he's a clever clogged brain. Yeah, busy um, bass. And so the two of us had um, no plans. <laughs> so, uh, had a lot of free time all yeah. of a sudden. I know. And so Good Habits is this thing that was our project of writing and making music. We said, right, let's make let's take this full time. Mm-hmm. And let's focus all our energies and efforts into a tour of New Zealand, which sounds pretty random. But yeah, well, how New Zealand? It's a complete other side of the world. I yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I'm not hating it, mm. but uh, interesting. Tell us a bit more. Well, we both do have um, a bit of family over here. Oh, cool. And so it's yeah. one of those things where, like, well, we need to go there. Mm-hmm. And so, what's the best way to make it happen? Organize tour. a big fat tour. Yeah. And I'll tell it. you what, we just booked the flights mm-hmm. and said, well, now we've got to do it. Yeah. And we've got to book as many gigs as we possibly can. Yep. So, how many did you get throughout New Zealand? 30, 30. and growing. Yeah. Wow. So, it's a hectic one. Yeah. It's a hectic. Mm. We, uh, we, we up the stakes, we up the ante, we, we took it all. Yeah. Is it north and south? 
Yeah, everywhere. Oh, all across the place. Cool. Yeah. Go so across four times, I think. Whoa. Yeah, so That's exciting. That'll be fun. Mm. And you said to me a bit earlier that um, you had been here a month already. How are you finding the shows that you've done? Super fun. It's yeah, so, so fun. lovely. Yeah. It's kind of, there's like a huge community feel to a lot of the places we're playing. Mm. So loads of them are sort of smaller venues in just like all across New Zealand. And so often they're in like small villages or small towns mm-hmm. and just we've been amazed at like yeah just people from the community just turn up and see what's happening on like yeah on a friday night just there's a group of people who like to come mm. and see what's at the local hall and so we've been greeted by lovely people yeah. and everyone's so accommodating and like yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been a really nice mix i'd mm. say like like what people were saying this We've got this big range of all different kinds of gigs and deals and that, and so that ranges from, yeah, something in a community hall, which is just the loveliest, most fun thing, mm-hmm. to then um, in kind of more of a music venue venue. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Kind yeah. of uh, more bar kind of place. So kind of the age range of the people we've had in the audience is completely differing from, mm-hmm. like, young people to people our age to, like, we found that, like, older people like it as well. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay. Cool. <laughs> I love that. Nothing um, better. It's been a surprise. Yeah. I love that. Nothing more than you can expect at a, in a tour of a mm. new place as well, especially. Mm. And I mean, you get to see so much of the beautiful country at the yeah, same time. It's absolutely. gorgeous. I mean, not right now, but it feels a lot like home <laughs> yeah, with this exactly. rain going just, on. If there was just <laughs> a little bit of wind, it would be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'd be ideal, wouldn't it? 10 degrees colder. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Bonnie, how long have you been playing the cello for? How long have you been a cellist? Um, a long time. long time. <laughs> yeah. Since I was probably... Well, I was kind of given a cello. A cello was forced upon me, mm-hmm. and I would obviously I'd faff around and be bribed into practicing it. But I was never the most dedicated, inspired child. I'd say mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of people expect those really romantic stories of like, oh, yeah. I just picked up the cello and I, I had to play it. It, it, it felt like a limb. It yeah, was, it was an extension of me. Exactly, <laughs> and it wasn't that. It was something I'd always played the cello because. Um, come from a musical family mm-hmm. that was the instrument I hadn't did and I and I liked doing music I'd, I'd sometimes remember to go to my cello lessons <laughs> um, no but it was always a part of something I did so yeah. it's just kind of always happened and same with Pete and piano I guess um, mm. and then kind of as I got older the more I realised that's kind of the main thing that's my thing I like to do most yeah um, but you kind of grow with it yeah well. yeah it just happens and when you start something as a kid it's well in my position it seems like it's easy because it's something that you've always done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I never ever muscle memory in a way as well like yeah well it's easy to keep doing it because yeah. you can kind of and then you can see your progress long term mm-hmm. it's not like being an adult and then starting an instrument and having to sit with feeling like you're not good at yeah, it yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. something that, that you do but the interesting thing was um, with the cello I never thought that I would end up doing that mm-hmm. Um, doing doing that mm-hmm. because I always thought I was just a bit AWOL and not as not as prim and proper as all the other classical cellists right and right. I never focused any kind of songwriting energy into that that was always like singing and playing the piano yeah because I mean you have a beautiful voice as well oh, absolutely gorgeous as everyone could have heard from the um, from small person we played just before um so I mean you're doing well <laughs> you've <laughs> got your you. hit the nail on the head right now <laughs> it was definitely like a I guess everyone has that teen angst thing where mm-hmm. they're like, no, I'm going to be original. <laughs> I'm not going to do the thing that everyone else does. Mm-hmm. And oh, I just it. took playing the piano and singing is what I used to do. I was like, oh, everyone does that. What can I do that's yeah. different? Which is such like a stroppy way to go about it. But then did that a little bit and then 
I don't know. Oh. Well, speaking of things that people don't do often, yeah. Pete, <laughs> you yeah. are a international klezmer accordionist. Yeah. How? What? Uh, why? When? I don't know. It's kind of just ended up that way. Yeah. I didn't really plan to be, and then, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just happened. Um, yeah, I'm really sort of well. I was trained as like um, a classical pianist at uni, mm-hmm. and then, sort of a long time before that, I had well, maybe I was like 14 and we always had these accordions in the house and I'd always wanted to go busking but I was a pianist so I couldn't take the piano out so I started learning accordion and like my mum taught me the basics and then I just sort of she let me run with it and so I went out at Christmas and this was I was tiny I looked I was looked so scraggly and so <laughs> ill and thin and so I was playing really bad Christmas carols on this small accordion and so look I just <laughs> raked it in at Christmas and yeah. sort of getting paid way too much and that would sort of cover all of my Christmas presents in one hour yeah and so I was like oh this is great I might as well continue with this yeah and yeah so I sort of kept it up and then started playing folk and like uh, doing sort of Scottish Cayleys these dances type things mm-hmm. and playing Irish and then I went to uni it kind of dropped off a bit and I was doing sort of all my piano practice mm. And then at my uni, there was a really good klezmer course and klezmer's Jewish folk music. Oh, cool. So if you think of kind of fiddle on the roof, that kind of style. Yeah. And so, yeah, and I thought, oh, that'll be folk. That'll be fun to get into. And then I was going to go in with piano, but then I thought, oh, klezmer's about dancing and moving. And I was like, oh, being stuck behind a piano would be rubbish. So I sort of got my accordion back out and started playing mm. it in my second year of uni and just like, realized how much fun it was and sort of got back into it yeah and then just from doing that because there's i mean the klezmer scene isn't huge there is a like a good scene especially in america mm-hmm. klezmer's massive and there's a bit of a scene in england but it's not as huge as sort of the irish or scottish yeah um so i started doing more of it and then yeah there weren't many young accordionists and then i got to I sort of was awarded a scholarship and got to travel out to New York for two weeks to attend this. Wow. Um, it's called Yiddish New York, this sort of klezmer festival, and mm-hmm. got to play with like these in, like the, these crazy good um, klezmer musicians who are sort of the world-famous musicians. Mm-hmm. And so that was insane, and I was like, right, this is awesome. And then you got to play around that, and like, yeah, I was playing around Europe and doing loads of crazy stuff. Wow. And then... What a cool story. Yeah, so just start, and then just started doing more and more stuff with it and then introduced the accordion into Good Habits. Yeah. And but it's a cool party trick as well without yeah. an accordion. Yeah. No one expects that. Well, yeah, they don't really like it at parties, but yeah. <laughs> and well, it, it gets, that's what gets a lot of interesting feedback. People are like, I've never seen anyone under the age of 50 play the accordion yeah. <laughs> or in real life it's always oh, on right. tv yeah, you see yeah. everyone yeah. Oh, reminiscing at the accordion now that's and so it's cool that association though. that it's kind of just the old um papa mm. well ring, ring yeah because man. i was never taught and i've sort of gone about it my own way coming from like a kind of irish klezmer and then also a bit of jazz and classical mm-hmm. piano kind of it's sort of I don't know what technique I have, or like, and so often <laughs> a I, good one, I get a, a one well, that I, works. I get sort of people who are really cordial, yeah, saying your te- your technique's awful. You should be doing this, this, this. but yeah, so like, I, I think I've definitely got like a personalized style. Maybe I don't know whether it's a good one, but it's definitely <laughs> personalized. It's my own, style. yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah so that's what yeah. it would be. Well, so your musical influences. You you do pop folk and pop music, or like a, a mixture with that, those kind of things. But what have your been your biggest musical influences 
trying to create your sound and your and your band mm. i'd say what we've kind of come to learn through doing this kind of quite full-on last few months of songwriting together mm-hmm. um is that we have really different influences to each other yeah um and then that comes really obvious and then it's Pete's much more folk orientated, I yep. think. Um, whereas I'm a bit more singer songwritery and kind of lean towards I don't know, well slightly folky pop. And then so it's kind of like where that meets. Yeah. Like yeah. if if I write a song in kind of my songwriting style and then hand it over to what our instruments are doing and what's Pete's doing, then it kind of like meets somewhere in the middle. Cool. Um, and you create a little bit of magic. <laughs> create a little bit of a but yeah. The, I mean I speaking for Bonnie I think the main person or the main band would be the Moulettes for us they're uh, in terms of the style and the things that we copy so the Moulettes the Moulettes um, the cellist and singer is Hannah Miller and yeah. she does both of that at the same time which is what Bonnie does yeah. and she's awesome and, and so that's kind of it's hard not to say then when people say oh who are your other influences it just I think that's who I just listen to the most and absorb the most mm-hmm. and just find the most fascinating and so yeah. naturally that kind of recurs. And also like from saying the other day, a bit Re- Regina Skeptory. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like her stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, you do have a similar <laughs> it's a very similar tone in your voice to her. I I see it now. I hear it. Thank you. I take it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but um Yeah. Well, that's super exciting guys. Thank you for coming. Is there any any Final word, do you want to let everyone know when your show is at Dog with Two Tails? Next yeah, week? I was just gonna, gonna gonna plug that. Well, we've got so we've still got um, a good oh, 15 to 20 performances in the tour. We're kind cool. of heading back up, we'll be heading all the way back up to Auckland. We've got most of our South Island leg to go, and so um, yeah, we're pretty, we still got all over the place to go. Um, and so we're super excited to come to Dunedin. Yeah, we're playing at the 15th of Feb. Cool. Dog with two tails, and mm-hmm. our support is um, Kylie Price. Kylie Price, awesome, and she's really, really awesome. Yeah, she's lovely. Hope, I'm sure people listening will know her already. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and of we course. can't wait to meet her and share the share the bill with her. Um, yeah, so it'd just be really awesome to see people down there. We've been, yeah, absolutely loving touring, and um, well, yeah, that's so exciting, guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I will definitely be there because I have been listening to a lot of your music today especially and i'm a big fan so with that in mind i feel like it's a good time for us to play hitch by good habits is this your one of your latest songs yeah it is yeah so i bonnie got annoyed at me while she put her foot down because she's always the one writing the songs for us and so (laughs) she's like right you're gonna have to write some songs and (laughs) i can only write songs if i write the tune first so i wrote a folk tune and then had no idea what I hate writing lyrics Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be nice to write a song about hitchhiking because I love hitchhiking and actually first did it in New Zealand five years ago I got yeah hitchhiked around South Island yeah and (laughs) and then had an awesome time and had some met some crazy lovely people one guy gave me a huge salmon at the end of the drive. So that's what this song is about. It's about salmon. It's about a yeah. huge salmon. It's kind of a metaphor <laughs> for a salmon. But, um, <laughs> wow. but yeah, no, just but lovely people. Like, yeah. And so, and then I've done it all over, sort of around Europe and in England, and I love it. And I think hitchhiking needs a comeback because yeah. it's great. Um, but yeah, so I wrote a song about hitchhiking. 
Beautiful. Well, everybody, you're listening to the Cosmic Tuesday Drive. Thank you so much, Bonnie and Pete from Good Habits, for coming oh, in. Thank you for having us. No worries. This is Hitch, and I hope you are enjoying. Send in on the text line um, your thoughts and feelings of the song. I'm sure. I'm sure Bonnie and Pete would love to hear what you think on 0212 Radio One or 021 272 This is the Cosmic Tuesday Drive, and here is Hitch. Something that I need But you keep your distance and your privacy Staring at me through the glass Keep moving and avoiding eye contact You've got something that I need But you keep your distance and your privacy Staring at me through the glass That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast You can find more at r1.co.nz Or wherever quality content is found